everybody. This is Mary Louise, your intuitive life coach. And today's podcast is going to be about coping with overwhelm. As an empath and a sensitive, things can feel quite overwhelming. And how to overcome overwhelm through grounding and soul connection is what I'm going to talk about today. So getting grounded among the chaos as an empath and sensitive can feel quite difficult. And this is definitely something that I struggle with and other empaths and sensitives can struggle with. So do you get to a place of feeling overstimulated by daily life? The noise, the rush, the must-tos and the need-tos. As someone who is an empath and sensitive, things can at times get to a point of overload. And I'm wondering if it's the same for you. So... Getting to know myself more deeply, I have over the years worked to build rituals and routines that support my well-being, including my emotional, psychological and spiritual well-being, which in turn has helped keep me out of that place of overwhelm. So I wanted really to check in with you today and ask you this. Do you get to that point of overwhelm or life overload sometimes? And how do you address this? What do you do to help ground yourself so you're able to step back from all life and throw at you? Now, if you're looking to address this or you recognise I want thing, I want to feel differently, I don't want to be in this state all the time. I've discovered that the starting point to addressing that sense of overwhelm or overload is firstly to be able to recognise those signs of being in that state. And for everyone, this will be something different. So Maybe pause and think for a moment. What are your signs? What are the signs that tell you you're getting to your tipping point? It could be having a tension headache, migraine, body aches, feeling overly tired, yearning for some space and time for yourself, or a combination of all of the above, and potentially also having too many different thoughts running around in your head all at once. So if you're feeling like you don't know where to start and how to manage how you are feeling even, that can sometimes be a sign of overwhelm as well. But once you can recognise your signs, there is plenty you can do to start to support yourself. And certainly through the process of exploring different strategies and habits, you can work to find those things that work for you personally, that sit well with who you are and what you feel most drawn to using as some coping strategies and rituals. My rituals and routines help me to unwind, slow down, get grounded and feel more present in the here and now. I've recognised that that's what supports me. So maybe think about how you would prefer to be feeling and what tools, rituals and routines would potentially support you with that. And as a starting point for your own exploration process, here are a few strategies and techniques to explore and consider. And remember, the main principle is to find those strategies and activities and routines that help you slow down, decompress, get more grounded in yourself and in your body, more connected to your own emotional, psychological and spiritual needs. So pause and think about how you can create a grounding and deeper soul connection practice that will help to address your emotional state, calm your body, clear your head and tend to your soul. These are just some of the rituals and routines that maybe are worth considering. 
the first one for me is definitely meditation. There are different forms and styles of meditation available, all of which have real value in supporting you to get more grounded in the present, helping you slow things down and so helping your body, your, your mind and body to recharge and reset. My advice is to find a meditation that grounds you and nurtures your spiritual soul connection. Most useful forms of meditation to support you with this include transcendental meditation, visualization meditations or shamanic journey meditations. And I would say try these styles of meditations a number of times. If it helps to do some background reading on each of those styles of meditation and see which one you're most drawn to initially. It takes time to get settled into a practice of meditation, so remember that. And give yourself permission to take time to get accustomed to putting aside time for meditation in your daily life. And it's important to recognise that part of the struggle around getting into a routine of meditation is dealing with all the mental resistance that may come up for you while you're developing that routine of meditation. So try and avoid making excuses for why you can't do it on a particular day. Maybe that's the day when you absolutely need to do it. Because the benefits of meditation, once you overcome that initial resistance, are limitless and uplifting. The practice and benefits of meditation over time start to ripple out to all aspects of your life. Enabling you to live more in the present, in a calmer, more grounded state and less in your head. And these meditation practices help to feed our soul part because as we make time for stillness and work to quiet our mind's internal chatter, we open up space to hear more clearly our inner soul's whisperings. So think about meditation and consider it as one possibility for your self-supporting rituals and routines. Another alternative alongside meditation, and often it's used in conjunction with meditation, I've started over recent years to journal my thoughts after my meditation practice. If I have a particular aspect of my day that I'm working to make sense of or let go of, I will proactively journal around that topic. For me, meditation and journaling together have formed a big part of that ritual and routine that enables me to clear my thoughts get more focused on the heart of the issue of what's going on for me and helps me work through it. It helps me to get clear on learning points for myself to consider, as well as space to, really, to release any residual emotions and thoughts around that particular aspect of my day that I'm working through. So if journaling is not something you've engaged with in the past, here are some starting points to consider if you feel it's something you would be open to. Firstly, identify an aspect of your day or week that you'd like to reflect on, write it down. Then ask yourself some exploratory, curious questions. What is the struggle around this particular thing or event or issue? What did you learn about yourself in that exchange or in that instance? How are you feeling about this? How would you like to have handled that issue or problem or situation differently? And how could you behave differently around this particular issue going forward? Maybe ask yourself, do you need to get other perspectives to help you move forward, 
to get a different perspective to where you're at if you're feeling particularly stuck about it. But put all your thoughts down. Journaling is your space for limitless self-exploration. There is no right or wrong way to engage with it. Journaling can include drawing, painting, post-its of thoughts, cutouts of images that speak to you. Let it be your form of self-expression. And also it's important to remember your journal is your reflective, non-judgmental space for self-expression and self-exploration. So think about how that journaling space might be a support for you in your life. And maybe as one of those routines that helps to reduce your levels of overwhelm. In acknowledgement of my own growing spiritual side, I've also looked to explore what practices can support me in nurturing a deeper personal soul connection. And I've sort of grappled with this question over a number of years. And it was something that I used to put to the side and think, oh, well, that's something I just don't have time for. However, I've begun to understand that this is a really important aspect of who I am. And that in acknowledging and tending to my my wish of a deeper soul connection, my and and how that supports me in handling my sort of life path more proactively and easily by allowing myself to bring that into my rituals and routines and look at what can support and nurture that, it really does help ground me even more. So if you're a person who has a curiosity around how to build a deeper soul connection, for me, I started to use Oracle cards. And I found those to be really, really supportive and enlightening for me. So if you're a person who has a curiosity around or likes to use Oracle cards, this could also be something that you could add to your rituals and routines to support you. And it's not a complicated process at all. For my practice, I pull one card once I've completed the process of my meditation and my journaling. I tend to choose one question and then I choose one card. And that question can be based on maybe what I've just journaled and meditated on. Or it could be a question based on what I need to know to support myself over the next week. So just make sure when you're asking the question of your oracle cards, it's not a yes or no question. Keep it open and keep it simple. The question I used to start with when I first began using oracle cards was, what do I need to know to support me with my week ahead? And that kept it simple, but actually really helpful to start to get a deeper soul connection for myself. And there's definitely a wide range of oracle cards available. The oracle cards that I use currently include oracle cards by Colette Baron-Reed, Denise Lynn, Alana Fairchild, who's some really powerful oracle cards, and Kyle Gray. So those are probably my go-to people. So the links are in the blog if you want to sort of check those out. Those are definitely the ones that spoke to me the most. So it's very much about finding the cards that resonate with you personally. Take time to explore what's available and see which cards call to you the most. And if you feel you'd like to add them to your own grounding and soul connection rituals and routines, then why not try it? 
So after using meditation, journaling, and maybe drawing an oracle card, then it's looking at how do I pull all of this together? How are these things going to support me? And what's going to support you is once you've done these practices, maybe actively setting yourself an intention. So once you've read your oracle card, read it through, gather your thoughts, reflect on your journaling, then take a moment. Think about what messages you are taking from the process. What's come up for you? What thoughts have popped into your head? And then can you pause and set an intention around those for yourself for the next seven days? And most importantly, let your intention be self-supporting, realistic and flexible. So choose what intention you would like to set for yourself that you can act on and use as a support for yourself going forward. This is definitely another aspect of the rituals and routines that can help to keep you grounded in your life and focused on what is relevant and important for you, mind, body and soul. Another aspect of potentially what might help and certainly does help me to keep grounded is creating time to be out amongst nature as much as possible. So could you consider making time to be in nature, grounding yourself in nature one or two times a week? Because it genuinely can be a deeply calming process, be it by the sea, in the woods or just sitting out in the back garden. Trying grounding yourself in nature through the effortless process of standing barefoot on the sand or on the grass. It's getting to that time of the year where maybe that's something you can do. Also try and be more present in the natural cycles of nature, the seasons, and try to live your life in tune with these cycles. This is another process that is grounding and calming for us as human beings as we are strongly connected with nature and Mother Earth. So use that connection as a grounding exercise for yourself. And lastly, one of my key learnings as I've navigated my own path as an empath and a sensitive is to be aware of staying in the present and being mindful. Work to let go of those external influences that you have no ownership or control of. Think about how you can be more mindful of staying in the present and holding a more spiritual and soulful perspective. Can you develop trust in the universal laws and energies and regularly give yourself spiritual, psychological and emotional space? So after everything we've just talked through in today's podcast, where would you like to start? What's going to help you in developing your own grounding and deeper soul connection rituals and routines? And I'm going to encourage you to believe that these rituals and routines can become your bedrock and a solid foundation as you navigate daily life. So if you think about that for a moment, can you visualise what a difference that might make in your life? Okay. Well, on that note, I'm going to leave you for today. I've put a couple of links in um, the the profile, the bio for this pod, this podcast, 
for journals, also links for the oracle cards if you think that's going to be helpful, and some connection, some links for universal laws, and sort of look into those, explore those for yourself as well, because it's all about trusting, trusting the universe, trusting we are part of this universe that we're in, and tapping into those universal laws and how they might support us more, support us more than focusing on those external things that we think we have to keep achieving to or reaching for. Okay, well, look, that's all for today. Take care for now. Until next time, bye for now.